for on this computer. Welcome back to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. It has been a while. Haven't really done anything. I don't think we've done anything since the end of college football season. So this is kind of just a podcast where we're going to recap. If you were tallying along or tailing along on our uh, bets that we placed all season, this is just a recap of those bets. And we'll talk a little bit about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, uh, I'll let Austin start where he wants to go here first. Uh, we'll just touch on college real quick. I know we gave an update right before conference tournament championships, I think, mm-hmm. or conference championships. And actually, maybe it was after. I'm not quite sure. But we ended up doing well on the conference championships. Uh, we were a part of a bull uh, conference point pick em, And our own Spencer Sharp actually won uh, out of 20, 20-something people were in it. Uh, he actually dominated. He ended up going... 31 and 12, which is the best I've ever seen in the last 16 to 17 or so years of doing it. Uh, so congrats to him. That was pretty impressive. He had some big ones too, that like nobody had cashing on some big dogs. So shout out Spencer for that. Uh, me and Ben did pretty well on it. I think we were top seven each. Yeah. Uh, we both had a chance at the end, but we, we had some big, big dogs lose that were heavy favorites. Um, I hit on the national champion with Georgia at the start of the year. Me and Spencer gave out Georgia, Alabama versus the field. There was a special on FanDuel. It was even money. Those yeah. two were everybody else. So it's kind of sad that that you're going two on 130 and your bet wins. Yeah. So as much as college football, as much as we love it, it's still kind of – much to be desired on that aspect. Uh, the national championship game was very lackluster, kind of boring. It was great for us. We won a lot of bets with it, but as a fan, not really the national championship you want to you want to watch. So hopefully yeah. we can have a little bit more parity after such a good first 20 or so weeks of college football. Um, yeah. Um one thing I'd like to touch base on is if you listen to one of our first podcasts was the Big Ten preview, which we might have already mentioned this, but on our best bets, which would have been any uh, bet that all three of us, me, Spencer, and Austin had the same pick, uh, we actually hit four out of five, and the fifth one voided. So we went four for four pretty much, got our money back on the fifth one. So that was... Actually, the fifth one won if you got it in early enough. Oh, true. Are you assuming you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because they were four and a half for a long time, I think. I think by the time we we re-recorded and re-released it, they were they were four for you guys. But I was still able to get them at four and a half on certain sites, yeah. Even after that, so yeah, yeah Ben's right. We absolutely crushed the um, college football and the Big Ten for sure. And they won easy. Like we had Illinois over four and a half, which won easy. Nebraska under seven and a half, which won easy. Maryland over five and a half. How many did they have? Six or seven. Six, I think. All right. And then Michigan over nine and a half. So it felt like Big Ten was very good to us. Was Northwestern one of them? I didn't have them on my list as the best bet, but. Oh, because they're under four and a half hit pretty easily, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska, I I don't know if you just mentioned that. You just cut out a little bit. They were the easiest bet. You even mentioned that on our preview that. Why am I not betting everything I have on Nebraska? I know. 
It was tempting. And, uh, we did pretty well in the SEC, too. Uh, we weren't as good as the Big Ten, but I mentioned in the podcast, Tennessee over seven and a half was probably one of the easiest bets. That was back in June when I said it. They had seven and a half wins. Did they start 8-0 or 8-1? Uh, I don't know. They had it with three or four games to go. Yeah. Um, didn't do great on our alternate overs and unders. So the lines were set pretty well other than a, a handful like Nebraska and Tennessee. Uh, college football was just all right for me. If I would have just stuck with my best bets, I would have done win percentage similar to Ben, even though he was at 100%. Um, but I still ended up with 3,500 invested and I ended up with over 4,500 payouts. So I had a thousand dollar profit still. So nice. still a really good, good ROI for me. Um, maybe next year I'm going to do it a little bit more like Ben and just kind of picking and choosing my favorite ones, but where's the fun in that? You right. know, <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes it's fun to just bet, to bet 40 different team totals. Um, if I don't bet them, we'll at least talk about it more this summer. Um, we really only talked three conferences last year. I would like to get to the power six. Um, even if we're not giving out bets to at least touch on teams, what we think about them, what their outlook might be. I feel like we did a really good job on touching on each team for the SEC and Big Ten. Uh, we got a lot of feedback from people saying that they loved um, the insight on those teams. Um, like even Ben, he had a lot of good points on him, even if he didn't bet him. So, and then to wrap up our college football, I don't think Ben has anything else here, but I did bet SEC to win over five and a half bull wins. I had 250 bucks on it to win 200 and it, it cashed on the last possible game before the national championship. Uh, so that was a bit of a sweat after starting out. I win four, I think they were, mm-hmm. um, but overall very good, uh, happy, successful season for all four of us. Um, then going undefeated with team total wins, Spencer winning a bull pick them. I absolutely crushed week to week. I did not have a losing week all season for college football. I am very proud of that. That's huge. Uh, Nick's best bets were phenomenal. Uh, I don't have the final number in front of me because we're just kind of rushing this, but I want to say he was like 11 and four in the 15 regular season weeks. Yeah. Uh, so that's incredible on best bets. Overall, I think all of us did pretty well on each category. I think uh, Nick's money lines weren't great, and I think that's about it. I think we were at least 500 on everything else. Yeah. But he made up for it on the best bets. So uh, that was our college football recap. Moving on to the NFL. I'm not sure. Let's touch on team totals first. Okay. Uh, I can't speak for Ben yet, but team totals and – Division winners were not great for me. If I would have just left those out, I would have had a much better year. Yeah. Um, um I NFL futures in general were not great to me. Uh definitely there were some that I I was way off on. Like the Giants, I thought no way they'd be good this year. I had them under seven. I had them alternate unders. I had them to have the worst record in the league, and then they go to the playoffs and then even advance in the playoffs. I will say a lot of that was pretty unfortunate because they should have lost three or four more that they won in the final minute. Yeah, true. But my team totals, man, I want to go through and add them up here. 
one and oh, one and one, one and two, one and three, two and three, two and four, two and five, two and six, yeesh, two and seven, two and eight, three and eight, four and eight, five and eight, six and eight, six and I was six and nine on team totals. I went five and eight. Yikes. So maybe next year, just picking a few. Like I, I mentioned in our podcast earlier in the year that the Bears and Browns. So the Browns had a high total before Watson was suspended. Mm-hmm. Nine and a half. I think by the time we got to week one, I remember talking to you about it and you said they were down to like six and a half or something. Yeah. So if you can get, so we might want to do those a little bit earlier. Uh, Bears under six and a half was still a lock. I know we mentioned that quite a bit. And actually we did end up hitting the futures on the Bears to have the worst record. Yeah. Nick picked that Nick. one. Yeah, we, we both gave that out on the podcast. We we did have the Giants, which you mentioned was a bust. Um, some of the boosted things we had, like the Colts and Rams, to both make the playoffs, and then they were two of the worst teams in the league. That, that was, was a bust. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, we did have their team total and them to win the division. They blew four or five games. They could have easily been yeah. running. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rams Super Bowl, they just had too many injuries. You can't have Cup and Donald both gone and, and Stafford and expect to compete. So that's the main thing I learned this year. Injuries affect yeah. future more than anything. Yeah, this was like the first year where I did a bunch of futures prior to the season starting. And I look at all the ones that I've missed and there's a lot of injuries involved. And it's like, okay, that's why it wasn't a... I, I, I remember when I placed all these bets, I was like, there's no way I lose money in NFL this year. And then I got my ass beat. I'm trying to look through here. Uh, some of those Super Bowl promos still aren't bad. Like, I know I had the Rams and Bucks, who were both terrible. But the Rams, I ended up getting all but 10 bucks back on a promo. And the Bucks, I got all but 20 bucks back. So even then, you can find some good promos, even if your picks absolutely suck like ours did on a couple things. Uh, so maybe just pick and choose how you go about doing it. Yeah. Uh, I did it Vikings to win the NFC North at plus 300 and the Eagles to win the NFC East at plus 200. Those help make up for a below 500 record. Uh, ben, did you hit any division winners? I had uh, Eagles to win the division, Bengals to win the division, and then I did a parlay of the Bills and the Buccaneers to each win the division. And I had quite a bit you on got that. a little lucky on that one. I know I had quite a bit on that, so that that helped me quite a bit because that was also boosted on Barstool, and we posted that on our Instagram when that was boosted. Bills and Bucks to win. It was boosted to plus 125, I think. I had an exact order for the NFC South, Saints, or Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, which (laughs) any one of those four could have ended in any order going into the last week. So that was kind of a remarkable remarkable plus 175 hit. Yeah. Uh, Overall, I bet $2,935 on NFL futures. And I got paid out twenty nine sixty, so I had a twenty five dollar profit on almost three grand in, invested. I did. Lo- uh, I did a lot worse. I paid out. Wait, are you saying all NFL you, futures? Or no, just... that was just my team team total okay. division winners Super Bowl. Um, yeah. So I've... obviously that's still too to be determined. I have a few free bets out, but 
I paid out $1,916 and it paid back $1,009. So I lost $906 <laughs> on team futures on team futures. Yeah. yeah. And that also, but that also includes, uh, um, MVP offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year. I didn't hit any of those, but Did you factor in like the money you got back from like FanDuel and points bet? On no, I haven't. I haven't. I'll you get probably some. got another hundred or so back. So you probably lost about 800. Yeah. Which still not yeah, great. Not, not great. Um, moving on to player props. Um, do you want to, do you want me to touch on my single first or you want to touch on as a group? Uh, let's do our, um, but what do you mean a single? Like what you did by like yourself? Like I made a bunch of uh, player props on my own oh uh, yeah. let's let's do the ones that we did on that podcast um and just talk about that because we did a we did an nfl player props futures podcast and if you listen to that i'm very sorry <laughs> i went i went two for 15 one of them did void and one of them did pay out so technically i went like three for 14 but out of ones that actually hit i went two for 15 and the only ones that i got right so we did three quarterback futures, three running back futures, three wide receiver, three tight end, three defense. And the only ones that I hit was Terry McLaurin over yards and Travis Kelsey over yards. Uh, my dumbass uh, said that Matt Ryan would go over his yards. Jameis Winston would go over his yards. Kirk Cousins would get over his touchdowns, and he only missed that by like one or two. Uh, now running back, I did JT. Uh, over touchdowns and JT over yards and James Connor over touchdowns all lost Cooper cup over yards lost. Cause he got hurt. Jamar chase voided, which I felt lucky to have that. Cause he still needed quite a bit the last game and Terry McLaurin one Travis Kelsey over one Mark Andrews over touchdowns lost Dawson Knox voided actually paid out. Uh, they paid out Dawson Knox touchdowns, which he still needed one to go. Um, and then I missed on Tra- Trayvon Diggs over interceptions, Aaron Donald over sacks, TJ Watt over sacks. Pretty bad. What about you? So you ended up two. Um, I'm just I added up Spencer's and Nick's right there. Spencer went nine five and one. That's not bad. Um, he hit all three of his running back props. He hit two out of three quarterback props. He hit all or hit two out of three tight end. Um, Nick actually did better. Or Spencer got a payout on Jamar Chase. They gave they refunded our money. Yeah. Um, so that would have probably been a win if he didn't get hurt. But even after he got hurt, even if he had a monster game versus the Bills, that would have lost. So that was kind of a gimme. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That was kind of a uh, gift. UN gift. Um. Nick ended 10 and five. He got all three quarterback props with ease. He had Baker Mayfield under yards and touchdowns. Neither was close. He had Trey Lance under passing touchdowns, got hurt like week two. Um, Derek Henry over yards and touchdowns, both hit. AJ Dillon over touchdowns, hit. He had Justin Jefferson over yards, hit by a mile. He had Juju over yards, hit by a mile. Brandon Cooks was his only loss on uh, skill guys. Uh, tight ends, he had Kelsey over yards. And he did lose the other two. And then he went two for three on defense. So Nick and Spencer both did very well. Um, how do you want me to do my record? Do you want me to? Because I remember I the ones that were already picked, I didn't give. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, up to you. If you want to do your, your best three on each or 
Well, the ones I gave out that were different than everyone else's, I went two and one on quarterbacks. I had Brady over yards, Fields under yards. Those both hit. I had Winston over passing touchdowns. That obviously did not hit. I lost all three running backs on – I had Faden, Saquon, and Sanders. I figured they would both get hurt. Go figure the two injury-prone guys that I figured would get hurt did not. Yeah. And they they crushed it. Um, Barkley, I lost his very early on in the season. Yeah. Uh, but I would have given out Henry yards and touchdowns. So I would have hit two of the three there. Um, so the if I would have done my favorite ones, I would have been three and on QB, two and one on running backs, so five and one. I would have been one and two on receivers. So that's six and three, two and one on the tight ends, eight and four, uh, eight and five. Eight. I would have been nine and six on my favorite. So I would have been third out of the bunch. Um, but with the ones I did give, I was two and one on quarterback, oh and three, so that's two and four, two and one on receivers, four and five, two and one on tight ends, six and seven. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. I was actually nine and six either way. So uh three and oh on defense was was gimme's. Um on the on that podcast we actually did, I gave out six, I gave out eight defensive props. And seven of the eight hit. The only one that lost was Aiden Hutchinson under seven and a half sacks. And he actually got that in week 18. So wow. Maybe next year I just do defensive props. Yeah. Um, we we did lose the Trevon Diggs. That was my favorite one on the top three I already picked, but I didn't give it out because everyone else started already giving it out. Yeah. Um, but even then, he had plenty of chances to get that from, from what I noticed. Uh, C.D. Lamb and T. Higgins over yards were gimmies. Jalen Waddle, I did not give out on the podcast, but I bet that separate. that He hit that with like 10 weeks to go. Uh, Jordan Brooks and Foye Alokan, my yeah. top two defensive props. They both got that with like five weeks left. I think Alokan hit his by 40-some tackles. Uh, maybe next year when you do the Colts linebackers overs. Yeah. Uh, Okariki and Franklin both hit theirs by 50, 60-plus tackles. Uh, a lot of that was with Darius Leonard to, uh, injured, but I think they still would have done quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone was above 500, but Ben, but he had Aaron Donald get hurt, TJ Watt get hurt, Mark Andrews get hurt, uh, Jamar Chase got hurt, Cooper Cup got hurt, Jonathan Taylor got hurt, James Conner missed a lot of time, uh, Winston got hurt slash benched, Ryan just – so really, Ben really only lost three, if you look in the grand – two in the grand scheme of things, three. Trevon Diggs picks – Matt Ryan yards, but he got benched. If he didn't get benched, he would have had it. And Kirk Cousins, who you said missed it by one or two passing touchdowns. So yeah. A lot of you need a lot of luck to have your guys stay healthy and player props. Um, I didn't have it. <laughs> you cut out there. And I said I didn't have the luck. Yeah, like uh, Spencer and Ben or Spencer and Nick, a lot of their unders hit because those players got hurt or cut <laughs> yeah it is crazy those two combined went three and oh four five those two combined went six and oh on unders 
Wow. You didn't take a single under. Nope. And I went, I went one and three, two and three, three. And three. I was three and three on unders, but I lost all three running back unders. So, yeah, I guess, I guess you just got to pick the guys that are going to get hurt or not get hurt. Yeah. So they comes down to, um, I did a lot of like most pass yards, most receiving yards type kind of long shot bets. Lost the majority of them, but most receiving yards for Jamar Chase was actually refunded. Uh, that was a gift because he was not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year, Brees Hall, was refunded. Uh, he was on pace to probably win it, and then he had a nasty leg injury in like week seven or eight. Uh, our update with <laughs> what was the one big one we did together? Oh, the Jameis most passing yards. Oh, yeah. Jamar and Chase. Chase. And JT. Yeah, that failed miserably. But what do you expect on a plus 10,000? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm I'm pretty sure Justin Jefferson is going to win Offensive Player of the Year. I actually gave that out on the podcast at plus 3,000. Uh, I wish I would have put more than $10 on it, but I didn't. Uh, so hopefully if you listened and you placed that, hopefully you bet 5 or 10 or hopefully more. Because that's looking to be a casher. Uh, any other thoughts, Ben, on player props? Um, no, not really. Overall, Micah like Parsons. Micah Parsons was the favorite to win defensive player of the year to the last two weeks, but now I'm, it's looking like it's going to be Nick Bosa. Uh, the one bet that I'm pretty mad about was our Derrick Henry to have two 150 yard rush games. Yeah, that sucked. There were five or six games he had over 100 at halftime, and they just quit giving him the ball. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. Keep talking. I got to let my dog out. She's freaking out. No worries. Um, player props for me, I had 3865 invested, and I ended up with 4837 uh payout. So I ended up with $1,000 profit on uh player props. So I'm pretty happy with that. So maybe just pick my NFL team bets better. Uh, but overall, I profited over $1,000 on NFL futures this year with Super Bowl to be determined. Uh, ben, I'm guessing he was somewhere around the minus 500. I bet 1000 on player props. I paid out 586 so I lost 314 Um Over a grand for the whole NFL. Or four, 414 So, yeah, on... On uh overall NFL futures, I have lost, I lost thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> you live. I will say life. Justin Jefferson most receiving yards saved my player props. Yeah, I, I got it at plus a thousand with a boost. That five fifty. If I didn't hit that, my player props would have been pretty mediocre. If I'd had to, according at least to my standard of what I wanted. Yeah. Um. Yeah, next year we just need to shorten it up and pick our our few favorites. Uh, But I do like the exercise that we did with all four of us. A few unfortunate injuries for Ben, but overall, as a group, we did pretty well. Um, That's pretty much all I got. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, Receiver overs were were a big – receiver overs and um, tackles were my big money makers on player props. Running backs, uh, you got a death wish if you're betting running back props, in my opinion. Yeah, 
Oh, I also hit Justin Jefferson to have one 200 yard game. He actually ended up getting against the Bills on that game where he had that crazy pick. Yeah, and that was not awesome. Crazy catch to end up going to overtime. Yeah. He wouldn't have got that without that catch. So shout out to him for that. Justin Jefferson saved my saved my futures, really. Um, that's all I got for futures. I have some free bets out for Super Bowl champ, but I'm not expecting them to hit. If they do, I'm sure I'll post about it. Any last words for you, Ben? Futures, college football, NFL? Boy, uh, next year I might just have to increase my units for the Big Ten. Um, seemed like we were pretty locked in on that. Uh, next year are going to definitely take into consideration like injuries more, and I might just, you know, I haven't decided what I'm going to do next year. I haven't decided if I want to try again, but maybe lower my units on NFL uh, player props and just see if it was just a bad year, but we'll see. Or maybe I'll just bet whatever you guys bet uh, since actually, you guys did good. I'm looking at your college football, the um, conference championship thing we picked between us and Cody Rear from Smash Hit Sports, and you were actually plus 3.5 units just betting the favorite for each conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, might be a play to do next year. Yeah. Um. Obviously, other than like a minus two hundred, like Clemson and Ohio State, if you yeah, would have done those, you would have been plus five something units. Yeah. So it might be wise to if you can find a, a plus two hundred or higher favorite for each conference to just bet one unit on all of them. Yeah. Because it was profitable this year. It's a good idea. Do that next year. Um, any, any regrets on specific bets for futures? I know I have a few. Um, I mean, my main regret, I have a, I did a lot of on Jonathan Taylor. So just riding with my, uh, favorite player at the moment. So Colts guy. So I had a, a decent amount on all of his overs on touchdowns, rushing yards to have the most regular season, rushing touchdowns to have the most regular season uh, rushing yards, um, kind of have to keep your uh your fandom in check there. Another thing I wanted to mention, our player—I I can't speak for you, but my player pops would have actually been very good had Cooper Cup not hurt, not got hurt. Yeah, because he would have covered his receiving yards with these. He had his catches with these. He would have won most catches. He had like an eleven catch lead when he got hurt. Yeah, so that would have been another one hundred. 210. That would have been another five or 600 payout for me. Mm-hmm. There was also a boost on him to get 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns at plus 330 on DraftKings. I'm pretty sure you bet that as well. That probably would have hit. So I think I would have won another $1,000 if Cooper Cup did not get hurt. So yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say our picks were bad, but injuries can really derail your futures quickly. Yeah. So just be cautious. Maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket like I did with Cooper Cup. Even though they should have hit had he stayed healthy, um, that would probably be the one lesson I learned the most on my failures for the season. Kind of like the same with Ben with Jonathan Taylor. I don't just, know if yeah. he got him if he was stayed healthy, but he would have definitely had a lot better chance because he missed, what, five or six games, seven or eight? Yeah, yeah. And just uh, the Colts in general. That would have hit you. Yeah. yeah. Colts in general, I bet I bet six units on them to win the division. I bet 
uh, four units on them to be over 10 wins. Uh, four units on the Colts and the Rams to make the playoffs. Yeah, just a lot of – if you take all those out, I probably would have done a lot better. Right. I think I think this next year will be a lot more refined now that we kind of have all this data under our belt on what we did yeah. right, what we did wrong. This is kind of a test year for me. But, I mean, if you can go 100% on college football wins again. True. Is it me or did the Big Ten feel stupid easy? It felt like, yeah. Like we, we went through and we even, even if you didn't bet it, we went through and gave our pick for each team. What was the worst? What was the worst person? Three losses out of fourteen teams. I think it was me, and I yeah, I think I had three losses. I mean, because I what... I went through and I went through and looked at them, thinking like, oh shoot, I might have won that between us three, and then I saw that you guys did better. I'm like, how? I... I'm gonna pull it up. I know you made a post about it. Yeah. When would that have been? I have it here. Big Ten. Okay. These are the results. Ben went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ben went eight, three, and three. Yep. Spencer went nine, three, and two. And then I went nine, three, and two. I went 10, 2, and 1. It had, you have Indiana as a push for me, but I actually oh, yeah. went 4.5. So. True. Or, yeah, 10. No, 11. 10, 2, and 2 is what I went. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if your worst person is 8, 3, and 3, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. So, maybe 8, eight and 3 because you would have got your money back on the other three. So, if you're betting a unit on each, that's plus 5 ish units right there yeah and um, i even did better and there I was only... there was only one go ahead i said and i did even better than that because i only bet uh i bet two units on each of the picks that we each picked the same thing so like our best bet so a squad ride and those went four four and oh and avoid the other thing i think is impressive there was only one team out of 14 where the consensus was a loser and that was Penn State. Yeah, me and Spencer both picked the under, and you picked the over. And um, they went. Did they go ten and two? They were ten and two, nine and three. Sounds right. Two. Basically, it came down to would they beat Purdue week one? Um, I figured they would. I think they figured they wouldn't. Uh, they went so seven. That's kind of where. That's why I had Purdue under. Uh, we had that win flip flop, I believe. Penn State actually went eleven and two. Penn. Oh, so they were 10 and 2 regular season. Okay, so they hit pretty easily. Um, So they were a little down on Penn State. I thought they would be well. I mean, with Sean Clifford, it was like his sixth year. That was kind of my thought process. They should win at least nine. But uh, Iowa, you could argue they could have easily had eight. I don't know what Spencer was thinking on Michigan under nine and a half because that was juiced even. Yeah. The over nine and a half was like minus 200. That should have been a gimme. Um, part of me thinks that Spencer is just a Michigan hater, and that's why he took the under because I'm that's pretty like, sure he did not bet it. Yeah, I think so. so really, he should have only had one loss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did uh, very, very well. 
on college football win totals. Um, thanks for listening. We will be back for some sort of MLB preview. Um, I know a lot of our friends and family and stuff aren't huge MLB people, but we'll have we'll have something out there if if it's just picking division winners or um, maybe like award winners, Cy Young winner, MVP. Uh, if anything, we'll just we'll do it at least for fun to see how we do six months later. Um, I know Ben's becoming a bigger, bigger baseball fan. So that will be something on the lookout in the next month or two. I'm guessing we won't do a whole lot during April, May. Uh, we'll we'll just we'll give out picks for MLB on on Instagram. Twitter, well, the Masters, a Masters podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's we'll do a Masters preview. That'll be fun. <laughs> Um, and then probably late June, early July, we would start doing college football previews. Uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, we might do a UFC one here and there, which is mainly just me with Ben asking me what I think. But yeah, let us know.